Hey there, Atlanta and beyond. Welcome to the Career Prosper Journey with our Soundbite podcast. It's like your personal navigator through the bustling streets of career development and personal growth. I'm your host, Bianca, and today we are setting up our GPS for a deep dive into the essentials of stress management, work-life balance, and being the best version of ourselves. So grab your favorite drink, get comfy, and let's take this journey on together. Now, this stress management art, right? There is an art to managing this, folks, and it's like trying to find a parking spot in Midtown on a Saturday night. It's challenging, but it's not impossible. Our first stop is mindfulness meditation. Now, think of it this way, like, You could be in the middle of the city with the sounds of the hustle and bustle around you, but inside, you are as calm as the early morning at Piedmont Park. This practice is all about focusing on your breath, letting thoughts come and go, acknowledging them without judgment. It's a powerful tool to keep your mental space clear and peaceful. When that's clear, Anytime that stress arrives, you almost have what I like to call a buffer to kind of neutralize whatever's coming in that's stressful and helps you think through and take action that isn't reactive, that it is more thoughtful. So let's do a mini exercise right here. Find a comfortable seat if you haven't already. Close your eyes if you can and take a deep breath in. Hold it for at least six seconds and then release slowly for at least six seconds. Hold it again for six seconds and repeat it three times. I'll pause for a second. I wanna give you an opportunity to give it a shot and see how you feel. This is what you call the box breathing method. I swear by it, any time that you happen to be in a stressful situation, in an anxious situation, or even feeling like you're overwhelmed, the box method is a proven way to calm your nervous system and a physiological instant. Notice, after you do this method, how you're feeling. Like I said, physiologically, you've done so much for your heart rate, for your blood pressure, and it really does create a neutralization for whatever may be happening around you. This simple act of focusing on your breath is a stress buster during those hectic days. I encourage you to use this trick anytime you start to feel the onset of stress or if you're in the middle of it. All right, we've got progressive muscle relaxation on our playlist, which is also in your workbook. It's like conducting an orchestra, but for your body, tensing each muscle group and then letting go, which basically is like creating a symphony of relaxation. This technique is a surefire way to tune out stress and tune in to relaxation. I like to do it usually at the end of the day when obviously everything's gone on and I want to go to sleep in a peaceful, relaxed state versus going to bed with anxiety. That's if anxiety allows you to go to sleep, right? So something that you can do is starting from the bottom up, you just tense up your toes and relax them. Tense up your legs 
and relax them and just go all the way through your body. As you do that, you're creating the same effect that you do with the box method, only this time you're taking it a level up by incorporating your entire body. This will ensure that not only are you calm before you go to sleep, your sleep quality will be much higher. You'll feel much more rested the next day. We can't talk stress management without touching on gratitude journaling. Gratitude journaling is sort of like a highlight reel of your life. Maybe today it was that somebody paid it forward and covered your Starbucks order. Or you had your favorite meal at lunch because it was on discount. Or just the fact that you made it through another day. Writing things or noting things that you're grateful for shifts your perspective from what's lacking in your life to what's abundant in your life. You have to think of emotions and states as somewhat of an electrical frequency that you're emanating, right? You have this aura. And our thoughts are literally electrical impulses happening in our brain. So are our feelings and emotions. When you think about gratitude, you invoke emotions that are higher frequency like joy, happiness, peace. And as your thoughts are running through your mind and you're, res you're resonating on these gratitude instances, you are essentially raising your frequency and a higher frequency means that you're operating in a much more optimal state mentally and physically. Writing down three things that you're grateful for every day is an easy way to bring your frequency up. And as your frequency's up and you emanate better, higher energy, you start to attract the same thing. This is a game changer. A big source of stress is time management. We all have so much to do. And trying to remember everything in our mind can, can start to add to that layer of stress as if we don't already have enough going on, now we have to manage it effectively with priorities, it can get complicated, especially if you have a family, you have a job, you have other types of responsibilities, maybe you have pets, maybe you take care of your parents, everybody has so many things going on. Juggling that in itself could be stressful in terms of how you manage your time, but there are some techniques that can really help in making this a little easier. Time management is a skill that's as essential as knowing the best routes to avoid traffic, right? The Pomodoro technique is like having express lanes for your tasks. 25 minutes of focused work followed by a five minute break. Have you ever tried that? It's not just about getting things done, it's about doing them with efficiency and preventing burnout. But also, when you're doing these tasks, you wanna be in a good state of mind. You want to work and take action from a platform of neutrality, of feeling good. If you're doing things from stress, then there's a very good chance that there's errors, that you're not feeling it, and like I said, you could potentially burn out. I encourage you to plan your day tomorrow using the Pomodoro technique. Divide your tasks into 25-minute chunks and schedule short breaks in between. Something that you're going to notice here is that if you have time blindness, where you think that you can handle a ton of stuff in a short amount of time, the Pomodoro technique is also going to show you how to effectively plan your time. You're going to realize that what you thought took you five minutes 
it's actually taking you 15 minutes and you can start allotting the appropriate time for your tasks and managing your days better so that you don't go down on yourself for not potentially checking off your entire checklist. You can consider these little five minute breaks, small rewards throughout your day that keep you motivated and focused and refreshed. Now, jumping into self-reflection. This is where the journey gets a little bit more personal. It's really important to understand the map of your inner world, your values, your motivations, and the moments when you feel most you. Self-reflection is like exploring those hidden gems of who you are in the depths of your personality and what makes you tick. A lot of what we did in module one and even module two's workbook with self-discovery is where you're really starting to refine and recognize who you are. This is a discovery of you. A deeper dive is to think about a time when you felt completely engaged and happy. What was your environment like? Who were you with? What were you doing? Analyzing these types of moments can provide clarity about your passions and the environment that you aspire to be in. Then, when you start to really understand what brings you happiness, what gets you to a higher frequency, you can begin to integrate more of these components into your career so that you start matching everything up and your daily life is on a high frequency, aligned path that involves your job. Now, all of this comes back into work-life balance, time management and purpose alignment, right? Work-life balance is about setting boundaries, like turning off your work phone after hours so you can fully enjoy maybe an evening walk or a night out without having to worry about the stresses of work. Consider this, one small step you can take this week to improve your work-life balance is maybe dedicating an hour each day to yourself. I know that for those of us that have a lot going on, that might be very tough, but as you start to choose yourself and choose your needs, then ultimately everything else falls into place. You hear things like making time for yourself. This is exactly what it is. You may feel like there isn't time, but until you begin to choose yourself, your environment will not choose you. And if it can't be an hour, maybe try half an hour or try 15 minutes and build on that. Small changes can lead to big improvements in your overall well-being. Ultimately, the focus is to enhance your well-being so that you can perform optimally in your personal life and in your career. As we wrap up today's journey, remember, these sound bites aren't just about navigating your career, this is also about navigating your life. With each step, you get better every day, even if it's just 1%. Think of it that you will be 365% better if you do this every day for a year, even at a 1% scale. With each strategy that we've discussed, you're not just moving forward in your career, you're crafting a life filled with joy, balance, and fulfillment. Remember, you have the power to shape your journey and to prosper. Keep exploring, keep growing, and make every moment count.